American dream is not dead. Listen to Neil and Jeff share their leadership experiences through a new kind of leadership podcast. This is The American Hustle. I'm leveled up. And this is my world Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever, however you are joining us. This is The American Hustle, where we believe the American dream is not dead dead. That's right, folks. You still have the mobility and ability to change your position in life. And this is the podcast where between myself, Jeffrey, our producer, and whatever guests we choose to bring on in the future, have these good, rich, organic conversations about entrepreneurship, leadership, personal development, and just downright being a good person. My name is Neil with SFJ4x4.com, our parent company and sponsor of this podcast and many other things. And I am joined in studio, per the usual, Jeff Shermani, the Italian Stallion. And uh, before we get started, quickly go in, like, subscribe, give us a five-star review. Uh, coming up in this episode, we're going to continue the conversation from last week. Last week, we talked about humble pie. Uh, this conversation is going to be about rock bottom, being humble at rock bottom. Yeah, what a what a challenge. Um, and we had started to get into... Uh, a little bit of some some of my personal experience, and then some of the uh, you know, some of my voyeuristic voyeuristic tendencies, looking at other entrepreneurs in the market. Oh yeah, uh, both small and big. And uh, folks, we're going to tell you towards the end how to get involved with us, how to get involved with this podcast. Uh, we want to hear from you, and we're going to share some uh, some means in which you can reach out to us. And uh, honestly, in that that process, we want to hear how you're listening to us. What what streaming platform are you using, right? So I had the opportunity this weekend. I was with some folks, and uh, they said, well, "I want to, I want to, I want to hear that, right? I want to hear that podcast." And I was like, "Cool." They had a uh, an Echo, an Amazon Echo, in the room, and I was like, "Echo, play the American Hustle podcast." And sure enough, boom, right there. Nice. And uh, <clears throat> it was a gamble. But yeah. it, it paid off, <laughs> and uh, and and well, I, that just means I was doing my job getting it on all the channels. That's I, I feel right. Good about that. That's right. That's <laughs> that you did. You done well. You done well, producer. So uh, you know, we want to hear from you and and how this podcast is is you know affecting you. Is it is it a positive? Is it uh, has it made you think a growth mindset? Um, are there some topics that you want us to be talking about? We are going to tell you how to get involved with us uh, towards the end of the, the program. But just before we finish, you're going to want to get involved. You're going to want to hear the 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 quote of the week, which is one of my favorite parts. Absolutely, and uh, it is, and I'm I'm. It's a quote that Jeffrey produces uh, or prepares for us, and uh, I don't. I intentionally don't read it, despite the fact that he has production notes here for me. I put it in such a light colored font that you couldn't oh, read I it can't. anyways. These these old man <laughs> eyes that I I don't have. Uh, you know, so I, 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 I like to hear at the same time you, our listener hears it, um, and, uh, and then unpack it briefly with you. So yeah, we are, uh, as a, as a relative continuation from last week, we are discussing rock bottom and, uh, and the, the kind of the challenges that, that go with, with that, yeah. you know, um, and well, I, what, what is your definition of rock bottom what does that mean to you yeah so I, I think that for a lot of people um we get to a point in our lives where all of a sudden we have this very real question and you go it, it can't get any worse than this right um 
And then it does. <laughs> and then it does, you know. <laughs> I think that rock bottom is, and, and that is a interesting, it's about perspective to say that, um, you know, this and then this and then this, these things keep, uh, I keep experiencing these things. Uh, sometimes when we're taking pity on ourselves, we go, this is happening to me. Uh, I'm I'm more of a master of my destiny type of character, so I have a hard time doing the, this is happening to me. Mm-hmm. This is happening, and I am experiencing it, is my mindset. Correct. Right? And, and, and then many times it's happening to you because of your choices or actions. 100%. 100% it is, right? And I and I as again a kind of a master of your destiny conversation, I then have to take personal responsibility to say why am I experiencing this? Um yes, there are systems that are out of our control, right? Absolutely. So and and there's always going to be freak accidents and things that just come up in life that you're not prepared for. Yes. Uh, so those are not necessarily choices that you made or actions you took. Right. But it's how you deal respond. with them, how you respond yeah. to those. It, it, it is 100% that, right? And so I am an individual, um, a, a conversation of, of destiny or serendipity. I do recognize the the reality of free will in that process, right? We have humans will be humans is, is kind of yes. a way that I conceptualize my own approach on this because quite frankly, you know, people go, oh, well, as a, as a person with a religious background, I've encountered a lot of people go, well, God wants this for me. Um, God told me to say this. God told me to go and do X, Y, and Z. And it's like, yeah, okay. God opened some doors but you humaning will human, right? And uh, and so that's to help contextualize this rock bottom conversation. I don't believe that God wants you to suffer or be subjected or subjugated uh, equally. If you are trying to recycle toxic waste in a residential neighborhood and the city planning commission is not approving your business model equally, that's also on you, right? Yep. Because you are the individual who is trying to go against the grain of the social norms that as a populace, we have all agreed upon. Correct. Residential neighborhood, houses, kids playing on the playground, not a uh, not a toxic waste recycling facility, right? And and so we have to have some common sense in that approach. So now with that context established, uh, rock bottom arrives, I believe, when you have this deep uh, reflection or introspection to say, I- I've got to create change within myself. Yes. I have to change this situation because how I am experiencing all this multitude of, of things is is not ideal, right? Right. And so, um, you know, if if the the wife or or the spouse has left, if the the you know if the dog has died and you weren't home because you were on a work trip, if the vehicle broke down and it's stuck in the driveway, whatever it is, right? Yeah. How you are experiencing it, the attitude that you bring to the table through those experiences. And now you're sitting there and you're looking at this going, why me? Poor me. The rock bottom is when you go, okay, I'm, I'm no longer, I'm no longer going to, to 
experience it this way anymore. I'm going to do something different so that I am set up in a better position. And I think that that's the biggest challenge of rock bottom for me is this idea that all of these things have happened and it just seems to be getting worse and worse and worse. So I'm going to give you this take on it with my belief of rock bottom is that at some point in your life, you're going to hit your rock bottom. Doesn't matter. I think you're going to hit a bunch of times. <laughs> at, at least once. And my, my belief is at least once. The question is, are you going to fall off the cliff and hit that rock bottom solid? Or are you gradually going down and then realize that you're at rock bottom? Sure. And have to build yourself back up. Yeah. It's how, it's how you land and what you can do with it from there. Oh, that's a good, that's a nice thing. I think the challenge in just kind of... Uh, building off of your your statement there is is the the human experience of hindsight being 2020 yes not being able to see in the moment that you are falling whether you have just taken a, a, a giant plummet from the cliff side with no parachute or whether your chute is open it's just not slowing you down sufficiently right right to use your to use either of your you know your examples there and I the challenge for me is to help other people identify that they are plummeting, yes. whether it be a free fall or a gradual fall. And, and, and so, because in the moment as humans, we're so egotistical, we're so consumed by our own head thoughts, our own trajectory, our own ideals that it's hard for us to see that we're plummeting. Yeah. Fast or, or slow. It's, right? it's hard to see that you're plummeting, and it's hard to recognize when you've actually hit rock bottom and when it's time to make a change. And I think that, that in that recognition is, for me, rock bottom. Yes. When you are able to recognize the free fall or the gradual fall, that recognition to say, I'm no longer willing to experience this the same. Yep. So I will share uh, kind of impart my my vulnerable uh story of when i believe one of my moments of rock bottom was so, so i'm gonna i know you say multiple times in life that you're gonna experience it i believe you only ever truly experience rock bottom once in life hmm. one time interesting because that is going to be the lowest that you've ever been in your entire life yeah and that is when you define yourself your core yeah. who you are yeah i I, I can dig that. I can get behind that as a, as a concept. I believe um, there's then, multiple times where you hit lows. Right. And then the peaks and valleys of life in general. Correct. Right. Um, and so it's interesting to think of, of rock bottom in this very uh, kind of uh, finite, identifiable, identifiable, you know, this is the extreme. This is the low of low. Um, for me... You know, definitely the peaks and valleys of life. And to say that in this moment, I think the challenge for me is I oftentimes see life as um, passing moments. Yes. Right. And so it's not to say one or the other is uh, arguably the the definition, but you have these eras of your life. So for this three years or this four years, maybe you were a fantastic choir 
student, you know, and so you were involved in the acapella, the comp- a competitive choir, uh, a big choral group. You were actually singing in a big regional one on the weekends, whatever, you know. And you hit and, rock bottom in that era. In that era. Okay. I'm, right? I'm behind that. And so the idea is, uh, uh, for me, of the peaks and valleys. So, uh, again, not to say that either one of ours, because I can totally get behind what you're saying of like, this is a, a pinnacle moment in my life where I am at the bottom, you know? But for me, I think that humans are so diverse, such a spectacular creature to say that for three or four years, you're going to engage as a, as a high school athlete, a basketball player, you're going to eventually have rock bottom as that four or five years of a basketball player. Okay. The, you know, as a business owner, entrepreneur, a college student, um, uh, you know, I don't, for me, I really try not to have other people uh, become identified by a singular moment. Right. And that, that is an interesting concept in life, right? To say that this singular moment uh, defines us. Because I we've certainly heard that conversation with champions, right? We, oh, yeah. we oftentimes say like this champion and this clutch basketball shot in the last three seconds of the game and they win the game defines their experience as an athlete. And for me, I personally see humans as such a much more diverse uh, creature in the sense that we have so many different interests. We have so many different experiences that uh, we're going to have peaks and valleys in all aspects of our life. Yes. Right. And so the idea that in a relationship, you can have highs and lows in professional experience. You have highs and lows in hobbies. You'll have highs and lows, you know, to say that rock bottom, maybe that could be across all of those things. I'm just existing in the suck. You know what I mean? Correct. And so to, to say that, um, rock bottom might be a singular moment to say, everything is terrible right now. Right. What am I going to do about it? Right. Yep. So, so as far as uh, you know for me uh probably one of the biggest one of the biggest moments of of what I would call rock bottom was the recognition of going I don't want to go back there. I don't want to feel this way ever again, yes. right? And so uh for me it was when I was starting out in business and I've shared this story before and so you might have you know folks might have heard it in other aspects and other conversations but I was uh, where the business was, was roughly, you know, an hour, 50 minutes to an hour away from where I was living at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was, you know, had a truck that I I loved, uh, that I I identified with. And so that was my truck. It was, I was kind of down to one vehicle at the time. That was it. Um, I had a couple small kids, very small kids uh, in life at that time. And then obviously my wife. And I, uh, the wife had come home from work and we had the, kind of this split shift for me to be able to go and work on the business side of things that I took care of the kids, uh, during the day or for this certain period of time. And then the wife would get home from work and then I would take off and I would go to work to, uh, drive, I would drive an hour away, 50 minutes, hour away, get to the work to do the physical hands-on portion of it. And, uh, <clears throat> she comes home. I hand off the kids. We're not particularly, uh, the same level of 
uh, socially intimate that we once were because we're both so stressed with little kids and work and uh, life choices and everything. And the house payments are late and all this, you know, stuff is adding up and it's, you know, just far, far less than ideal. And as I drove away from the house, the truck is on empty, like empty, empty. Uh, uh, as far as fuel is concerned. And I pulled up to the gas station and uh, I I pulled into the, into the gas station and I went to pump gas and I opened the wallet and there's no cash in there. I went to run the card. The card was declined. And I had absolutely no money to my name to even put fuel in the truck to go to work. I couldn't. I couldn't go anywhere, right? Yeah. I had just enough fuel to basically get home from the gas station to my house. And I sat in my truck and I cried because I now had to go home and look my wife in the eyes and say, I I've got nothing. I've got nothing to show for all the work and toiling that I'm doing. I don't even have uh, enough money or, or planning or anything like that to get to work at this point, to get to the business, to attempt to make more money. Right. You know? And so it was this, it was this experience that it was, a, you know, it was tenfold. It was this, this idea that all of the, the works that I was doing as a, as a business owner weren't producing anything. I had no money to put into my, my gas tank. I had no gas, literally and figuratively. I'm exhausted uh, as my person. The truck is out of gas. I didn't plan sufficiently for my travels, you know, as far as efficient planning and preparation to say, hey, I know that I'm going to need to use fuel. Um, I had to go home and admit to my, my wife, my spouse, my biggest cheerleader at that time, that I was continuing to fail at my pursuits. Mm -hmm. um, for me... That was a defining moment where I had to be very honest with myself and I had to be very honest with my spouse, my inner circle, my business, my approach in business to say, this isn't okay. This yeah. is no longer tolerable, right? And so it, it gets to that conversation we had a couple of weeks ago on the podcast of sink or swim um, and the idea that... I had to admit to myself that I never want to feel this way again. Yep. Right. And, and I think that, that becomes a defining moment to say, this is, uh, for me that that moment, it was rock bottom. Right. And I recognize, um, a number of things in my life that were just completely out of whack in that moment. Uh, you know, from relationships to, business to how I was treating people to how I was looking at life in general and recognizing that 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 position in life all the things that were happening quote unquote to me were my own fault you know so um my rock bottom story is almost very similar okay uh because of the fact that uh my wife her dream was to open up a, a baby store called mm -hmm. the family shop it was her dream, you know, we're going to merchandise, we're going to have baby carriers, help educate people on that kind of stuff, uh, do cloth diapers and all of that. Uh, I uh, had a very successful kind career. Kind of a holistic, holistic, yeah. uh, you know, family or, or, or 
whole family oriented, Correct. Uh, you know, bring, helping, helping young parents, uh, you know, kind of come into the market of having a young child and kind of a holistic approach. Correct. Right? Okay. Uh, and, uh, with my experience and my success in retail, I'm like, we got this. I, got this. I, I, I wanted to open right. a business anyways. You know what? You've got the idea. Let's run with it. We opened up a very successful start. I mean, just blew up immediately. The first six months of business were, we were just explosive growth. Yes. And then it stopped. Yeah. And I didn't know why it stopped, but I knew that I was not going to be a statistic and close a store in the first year. Yes. So we, we pushed, we, we did everything we could. We made it about a year and a half before we finally recognized that we were not going to make it. Right. We, we had to, at that point, we had not paid rent on our rental property for six months. Mm -hmm. Our landlord had been more than accommodating. And I kept saying, sure. I, you know, just tell us when we need to move out. We'll, we'll make it happen. I just, I don't want to keep owing you money. Right. But in the meanwhile, you know, whatever we can do, we'll send you money when we can and that kind of thing. Our landlord was amazing. About six months in to that is when we closed the shop and the landlord said, you know, it's time. Yeah. So we moved back in with my parents. I was approximately 30, 31, something like that. Yeah. Moved back in with my parents yeah. with two children and one on the way. Mm -hmm. And that was, I, I didn't know what to do. Sure. I had no idea what, what to do in that situation. We had basically nothing. I had a car that I was able to hang on to. Sure. Um, and it was it was very uncomfortable. The we owed so much money. We were so in debt. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, uh, I though I made a lot of mistakes with running the store, and I, I recognized those after the fact and looked back on that and reflected a lot, especially while I was living with my parents, going, yes. "What am I doing here?" Yes. Yeah. Um, but reflecting on that a lot. <clears throat> One of the things that I did do right was that I had formed an LLC. Mm -hmm. So most of the debt associated directly with the business was gone. Mm -hmm. There was no personal liability to that. Uh, so that was a good thing. Um, but there was a lot of overextensions and... and sure. Leveraging too, relationships and... Too and much growth and stuff there where I shouldn't have. I should have been more modest in it and more humble in the approach. But the, that, the fact is that... My wife and my mother cannot live in the same house, and we learned that very quickly. Yeah. So um, shortly after my daughter was born, they moved to Arizona for an, an your, undefined time. Yeah, your my, wife and kids. My wife and, and, kids. and kids. Not your mom, right? No, no your wife stayed, and kids. I stayed at my parents' house. Yeah. Uh, my wife and kids went to Arizona to, to be with her parents, to let them spend some time with her, her grandparents, so the kids' great-grandparents. Uh, and we're like, all right, you know, a few months of time and I'll figure out a, a job and I'll figure out, uh, a, a home. Yeah. Um, I was able to, to get a new job really quick. Mm -hmm. Um, very successful opportunity right, right off the gate. Um, but that doesn't buy a house. Sure. Uh, we did end up about a year later buying a house. Yeah. In a different state. Yeah. But it was a year. Yeah. It was a year that I was without my family, um, and we we were, you know, FaceTime thankfully is a thing sure. now. So we were constantly in contact, videos, and yeah, it, it, I mean, I get it, but the challenge is that's not what we ever set out to do in the first place, no. right? If you were to if you were to have told, you know, uh, past Neil or past Jeffrey, 
in preparation, as we were descending off of that cliff, as we were plummeting, whether it be slow or fast, you know, to, to go back to that, that in our very near future that I would, you know, you'd either be, you know, as a grown man crying, broken down in the truck or as a grown man living with your parents, your, your family away in another state, uh, literally a, 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 a three day drive baby. away. Yeah. A brand new baby that you're not getting to see the whole shooting match. If you told somebody that, uh, at first, right before they endeavored into anything, they'd look at you in the face and be like, you're crazy. I'm not doing this. Yeah. Right. That is the challenge with rock bottom. And, so a little bit of just between us, and you're going to have to edit this out as far as a concern, uh, as far as we're concerned, we're going to run out of time here. You yeah. know what I mean? And we're just kind of getting started on the conversation of what tools do we use to identify rock bottom and when uh, when we're at rock bottom, how then do we, how do, how do we climb back out? How do we climb back up? How do we get that hand up, not a hand out? Uh, how do we... How do we redefine this moment? Do you know what I mean? And those are really the pieces that I think are critical when faced with rock bottom. And I think right? I think when we get to the quote of the week, you're going to find that the quote should be your tool from this episode. Okay. I, I well, think it's going to relate really well, and, and you're going to like it as a tool. Okay. All right, folks, we want you to get involved. We're obviously going to have more of a conversation about rock bottom and the tools and to help you identify this moment. How do we climb out? How do we change? How do we, how do we identify this passing moment, not as a moment that defines us uh, as a whole, but one that we are responsible and able to change our position in life. And that is the core of the American hustle. The American dream is our ability to transcend this moment and move beyond it. So you're going to want to join us next week as we further look into that as far as some of these tools and whatnot. We want to hear from you. What was your moment of rock bottom? What have you seen in life as an opportunity to say, hey, I'm not happy with this and I want better. You can reach out to us. You can email uh, the producer, Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-C at sfj4x4.com. Or you can use our text only number 440-855-2100. Let us know how we're doing it. Let us know what's going on in your life and how Rock Bottom has helped you uh, move beyond it. Or maybe you just hard pivoted and you went away from something else. And, you know, as you used your mobility to just let go of that. We want to know those things and share with you in these conversations. Get involved with this podcast because without you, uh, Jeff and I are just talking to each other. And while we enjoy talking to each other, we desperately want to make sure that our experiences help you grow and be a better you. And so without further ado, our tool... For the day, I suppose, is going to be the, the quote. I'm going to experience it with you guys. Uh, Jeff always brings the heat on these, so I'm looking forward to it. And this is my world now. The best thing about rock bottom is the rock part. You discover the solid bit of you, the bit that can't be broken down further. At our lowest, we find the solid ground of our foundation, and we can build ourselves anew. And that's Matthew Haig, who's an English author. That's cool. That's cool. It, it really talks about what you're made of. Correct. At rock bottom, it, it, it 
uh, you know, Matthew's uh, a quote here is is talking about you really start to strip away all the fluff in your life, um, and you really you really get to see the resiliency, the moxie that exists in you as an individual who wants to do better. And I'm going to take it a step further. You uh, you will actually strip your self down to your very foundation yeah. and that foundation this will be that moment where you can look for cracks in the foundation and rebuild that foundation while you're at rock bottom yeah so that when you rebuild you're building stronger than ever yeah that is a really challenging aspect of of the human experience i really do believe um it, it's frustrating that in times of turmoil and strife uh you know the the famous you know mr rogers look for the helpers um that really talks about the core of, of what we're made of. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the challenge I was saying of, of kind of the human experience is that oftentimes in moments of chaos and turmoil, we actually discover kind of who we are. We, we revitalize our spirit, you know? It's unfortunate that <clears throat> all too often it takes that moment of chaos, it takes that moment of brokenness, for us to come together to to be either as humans united or as an individual to look in the mirror and go, okay, I'm finally willing to take responsibility for my actions. Yeah. You know, it's unfortunate that oftentimes that is part of our human experience. Ultimately, I, I would hope that our podcast here is helping people in that process to try and identify it before they're at rock bottom, you know, uh, before the turmoil, before the chaos erupts in your life. But if it does happen, we want to be there for people and to say, hey, you know, we want you to have these tools to look at the foundation, to fix the cracks, to see where a, a, an extra brick would be beneficial. And, and you know, ultimately with tools like the American Hustle podcast, ideally people are going to be in positions where they can uh, renew themselves and, you know, reapproach their perspective on life. And I, I'll take it a step further. If you are concerned that you may be headed towards rock bottom, stop what you're doing and take a look at your foundation. Yes. See if you can fix things before you hit it. Yep, no doubt. Folks, it's been a gem of a talking point. It was a little bit abbreviated. This is uh, the challenge with Jeffrey and I. We have so much to share with you, and we hope that you find it beneficial. We do desperately want to hear from you, so make sure that you are reaching out and sharing your stories with us while you are out there changing the world. Make sure you get out there and get hungry. And stay hungry. The American dream is not dead. We want to help you along the way. With over 40 years of combined leadership experience, we want to help you succeed. Share your stories, ask us questions, and believe in the American dream. Through Heart and Hustle, we will show you the path of success and hopefully have a little fun along the way. You can email us at jeffc at sfj4x4.com or text us at 440-855-2100. Until next time, lead with your heart and keep hustling.